The moon is up there affecting the tides, high tide, low tide. And the earth is 70% water, yeah, 30% land. Well, how much of our bodies are made up of water? You don't think that moon pool is going to affect you? Yeah. I was the dancer that was going to the club mm. at night and dancing all night. I would dance with caution wet floor signs. I would climb walls, hang upside down, and people would come up to me all the time and be like, what are you on? Because I want some. That was just such a big, big moment. moment. And it all happened so organically. It mm-hmm. was just like, as we were rehearsing, and it was like the moment just kind of presented itself and that picks her up. Yeah. And shake her. It's wild, again, thinking in hindsight, because when I'm in it, you know, when I'm it, when I'm in work mode, I just want to do a good job. Whenever you're in need, whenever you're feeling lost, you come right back to this thing and say like, my North Node is in Taurus in the ninth house. I have to continue to, to lead and find and create stability as a leader, as an educator. And this is what the North Node represents. It's a learning curve. Yes. And the learning curve in your chart is just saying, be willing to suck at this. <laughs> Because you're going to get better. Hi, Graham. Hi, Mike. Hi, Grant. Hi, Scarlett. <laughs> How are you guys doing? We're good. How are you? Good. I'm so good. You guys, I'm so excited. Thank yes, you for yes. asking me to be here because this is cool. Thank you for being here. Like, you're not, yeah, you, thank you for being here. You know, I love me some y'all already. Yeah. How are you <laughs> feeling today? I feel really good. Mm-hmm. I was making a joke before on Instagram before I came here that podcasting is so lonely <laughs> because yeah. it's you and a mic yes. and that's it and i have two podcasts yes so to get to actually interact and talk to people i was like please for the love of god yes <laughs> right right. I, I see you're very consistent too oh yeah i very don't play consistent. i do not play so i have a weekly podcast that comes out every sunday and then okay. i have a daily podcast right. that comes out every single day 2 a.m. Pacific time, 5 a.m. Eastern with like daily motivation, daily guidance based on the astrology of the day. Right. Mm. So um, could you tell me a little bit about your routine since you're like very consistent in the podcast? How's your daily routine look like? It fluctuates. You know, I think that's the thing about being a CEO. I think that's the thing about being an entrepreneur. You have to create it. But one thing that is consistent about me is how inconsistent the day-to-day flow can be. Mm -hmm. But that's why I actually started my daily podcast was because if the energy is changing and the planets are moving in real time, Mm -hmm. the energy around you, the energy within you is also changing. And so to take a look at what's happening above us, because, you know, the adage, as above, so below, as without, so within. So learning that in the beginning of studying astrology that is what started to change where I learned like, oh, you know what? It's not one single routine that works for me as a very mutable Virgo. I need variation. So I don't have like one routine that I stick to, but I have like kind of like guideposts. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so if, if I do wake up at 7 a.m. today, I have my flow. If I wake up at 9.30, that's a completely different flow. Right. And so it's just like, oh, I just need pillars. Like, okay, as long as I move today. Oh, as long as I get the dog out. Yeah. Oh, I just had these little guideposts. And then it's like work and working on website, working on both podcasts, getting, you know, preparing now like that we're in October. Yes. Preparing for 2024. What does that look like? You know, Mm -hmm. so it's just like making sure that I'm staying 
present to like what's happening right now so that mm -hmm. I give the best information that is relevant in real time. Yeah. But then also all the astrologers of the world, we got to be prepared for the next year because now inching close to a new year, people start turning to us like, yeah. okay, so what's it going to be? Yes. yes. <laughs> well, what, what, tell us, yes. what, what should we expect? Yeah. You know? Ren, what's happening, what's happening in the sky right now? So we are in what is called at this time, the eclipse corridor. Mm -hmm. And it's the period of time between one eclipse and the next eclipse. It's so it's this like two week cosmic hallway where energy is heightened change is afoot i mean i don't i don't know about you all but i have i have received so much information just in the last five days yes. of things changing that i didn't see coming yeah. you know some things are they're not directly affecting me or right. related to me right but because i do the work that i do you know right. it's just like oh my gosh graham i had i had my eclipse moment I didn't see this coming. Oh my gosh, my my business is, you know, it's taking off like a rocket or I'm closing down my business. Yeah. Yes. That's actually like the most recent thing that that just happened. I just learned that one of the stores that carries some of my products, they're shutting down. Wow. You know, and that was wow. just last night and I was like, yeah, yes. Like, <laughs> eclipse season. It's, I, I know, but that's the thing and that, that's what I really like about astrology because you can make it it's it really is practical. You know, you get to the point where it's like, oh, of course, this is such an eclipse moment. This yes. is textbook, you know, big course correcting changes mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. And one of the things I've been on a mission to debunk is that it has to be something big like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to bring in $10,000 with this one sale. Yeah. Right. Or, you know, something like the business is closing. Yeah. It can also be a huge mindset shift. Yeah. You know, you acknowledging, you having some kind of aha moment mm. to where once you see it, mm. you now approach mm. your goals, you approach your routine, you approach your work, your life different. Mm. And this, this specific corridor that we're in is the launch pad for a year and a half cycle and a 19-year cycle. So it's Ooh. potent. And this is why I have both podcasts to make sure that anyone that consumes drunk astrology understands mm -hmm. that when you're planting seeds, which is right now, like, you know, you're doing it constantly with new yeah. moons and full moons. Yeah. But eclipses power pack that energy times 10,000. When you're planting seeds, whether you're conscious about what's happening above you or not, mm -hmm. you are in, you're, you're inputting these seeds into soil that are building blocks for this year and a half cycle. Like, well, so what's the next year and a half going to look like? Well, if I'm fearful, if I'm, if I'm worried, if I'm mm -hmm. jealous, if I'm envious, if I don't really believe I'm fulfilling my purpose, mm -hmm. those seeds are going into the ground. Wow. If you're confused, if you're looking for clarity and you're not really sure where you're going to find it. Mm. These are seeds that are getting planted. That is what will grow. Now, of course, we all have free will. We can yeah. all change. Yeah. We, can, we can change at any given time. You know, just we'll remove the like astrological piece for a second. Free will is always a thing. And that's like a big disclaimer. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you always have free will. But the astrology of the moment and working with it in real time 
will help make you more conscious about what you're doing and when you're doing it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So it's pretty fascinating, it's isn't really it? It's really fascinating. Also, I've been noticing that the energy has been really fast. Yeah, that's eclipses. Yeah, it's so fast and things are changing so like quickly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, so what would you suggest to anybody what, what they should do during the eclipsism? How, how do they get prepared for it? So if it's someone that is, I, I jokingly say, cosmically curious, mm-hmm. you know, someone that is aware of like spirituality, they're into astrology or they're into in, any of the cosmic arts, right? Mm-hmm. You know, healing, crystals, Reiki, all of that. And they're conscious manifestors. I personally say take a spiritual sabbatical. Yeah. Eclipses by nature are volatile. Yeah. yeah. So if you're new moon manifesting or full moon releasing intentionally, like manifesting under e- either one of these cycles, the seeds you're planting mm. have a vol- volatile nature to them. Okay. Right? So now on a plus side, eclipses can accelerate something fast, yeah. like hyper speed. Yeah. So you start something new or like, you know, something in life is already in motion. You start a new job. You know, Eclipses by nature can get you a promotion in right. like no time. Yeah. But at the same time, like I've had a couple of relationships that began mm-hmm. under eclipses. Yeah. So it, they both rushed in, didn't see him coming, wasn't really looking, wasn't really trying. Mm-hmm. And as fast as the one that one I'm really thinking of, as fast as he came in, the next set of eclipses, he literally disappeared. Like literally, it was just like I got ghosted so hard, and it was like, I'm in, I'm in love with your ass. What the hell? Like, where did you go, Gemini? Um, Oh no! But you know, so it was just like, but when you understand the nature of eclipses as course corrections towards your fate, towards purpose, anything that comes zooming in or goes zooming out, there is fate and destiny involved. So. Although that didn't get me out of my human experience of grief and loss and, you know, like having my heart broken. Right. It did help me to have that little mental metronome. Yeah. Saying this was for a reason. This was better. You know, for Mm. whatever reason, this was the best outcome that this that you could get out of this relationship. And I did. I learned a lot. Mm. Not just about relationships. I learned a lot about myself in that. Yeah. That six month period of time. And so. It set me up for the relationship I'm in now, which is by far the longest relationship I've had, the most healthy relationship I've had. And we're also an eclipse relationship, you know, but we've lasted the full cycle that we met under because that's what I was like. Oh, great. Here I go again with another eclipse relationship. What is this going to be like? We've made it. Yeah. Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love my Capricorn. So cute. So cute. Um, Well, so what is sparking moment for you that to start your um, spiritual awakening? Man, we got to go back, back. So I guess at this point, 20 years ago, you know, like early, early, early. I was 18, 19, all my early 20s. Yeah. Um, always had the best intentions, 
But man, oh man, was I good at nuke bombing my relationships. I mean, <laughs> when I didn't get what I wanted or if they started pulling away or something slightly, I would I flipping tables. Not really. Not really. I'm not that I'm not that wild. <laughs> but emotionally, like right. just the Richter scale was just it was way too, too much. And one of my best friends. Miranda, she's truly like a sage. She and I were living together at the time, mm -hmm. and she watched, you know, all this go on. And she was like, you know, you're such a Virgo. I was like, oh, you know, stop. Yeah. You know, like, stop at that. Like, I mean, I know I'm a Virgo, but I don't understand what you mean. And yeah. it's kind of, <laughs> this is, you'll hear this a lot, I feel like, when you talk to anyone in the spiritual space. It, it kind of found me. Because yeah. through Miranda, she started, like, just dropping little like videos like why don't you just like watch this video yeah. about Virgos and why don't you just see check this one out and I'd be like oh you know whatever you know so then at night I'd be in bed like let me just watch this video about Virgos <laughs> and the more and more I listened and mm. then the more and more I consumed I right. started relating you know being like oh god this really yeah. is me yeah. oh god yeah. you know but then at a certain point it was like well I feel like I got the gist of Virgo. Yeah. What about my parents? Right. What about my brothers? Yeah. What about my partners? You know, the people I've dated already. And yeah. so I went on this huge, it was more like a sociology experiment in the beginning. Mm, yeah. I just wanted to understand the signs as it related to my immediate right. life. Right. And at the same time, this was like, <laughs> my my spiritual journey is like is is really layered so at the same time that i was studying astrology hardcore mm -hmm. i was also a professional dancer touring the world yeah. with lady gaga yes. <laughs> yes. so and it was like a master class in humanity yeah because i went from you know just kind of living in my apartment with my best friend and, you know, just with the people I was living with, you know, directly into all of a sudden being on the road with over 100 people mm. that you don't know, personalities yeah. going from all different types. And I was really experiencing my dream as an entertainer, but at the same time kind of like studying human behavior. Like, right. how come me and the Scorpio are like cool but only in like these real like private moments how come me and that leo are like mm. yeah. <laughs> huh you know i start so i started to kind of look around and be like well this is interesting and that's mm -hmm. what guided me to learn about chemistry and synastry between the signs yeah so it really is astrology is like a it's really it really comes down to math and science because yeah. you're really looking at angles true um, and the science part is the planets. You know, you're looking yes. at their their cycles and their movements. But when you learn about chemistry, you start to understand how those angles affect yeah. relationships. You know, like Mike as a Pisces, you're my opposite. Yes. You know, yeah. we kind of magnetize yes. towards each other. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then Libra, we're like next door neighbors. But boy, I, I like I see you. I like yeah, I'm like oh yes. You know. Because as Virgos, you know, we hand the torch from the Leos down to the Libras. Like, mm -hmm. all right, okay, I yeah. guess we'll we'll let our sign and our season go. Here you go, Libra, go be fab, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. um, so it was really cool to have this experience where it was like, this is astrology in motion. 
Right. Like I'm looking at the dynamics where they had already been established. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I was on tour for the first time and it was 19 months. And, you know, so during the day I'd be sightseeing and at night I'd be so exhausted. Everyone else would be out clubbing and like doing their thing. And I'd be like, I'm going to go study. I'm going to go take this course. Like, <laughs> I just want to learn more about, you know, yeah, like what yeah. what is this? How does this work? Like, yeah. <laughs> and so that went on for years and I would be the one at these like, top-notch industry parties right being like i wonder if i could get quentin tarantino's birth time (laughs) like i really want to like pull that birth chart or that with the time i met mark jacobs and be like god i wish i had your birth time you know but i would find like little people and little pockets of like so do you into astrology at all yeah. or, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and that was kind of like how my reputation like right. came it, it came or it's how i acquired a reputation of like being that right. like weird guy at parties that was just like so this is really cool and all but like do you do astrology <laughs> what's your sign <laughs> did you ever read a lady Gaga chart when you were touring not with her? no not not the full chart i mean we've talked about it right. but not what's like your, what's your sun sign she's an aries isn't it yeah Ooh. fiery both my parents are aries like so it was just like oh i understand this energy for right. sure yeah how, how was her energy when you were it's it's like there's it's never ending you know Mm -hmm. what i mean like and that's kind of like the aries rite of passage is just like as the first born sign yeah there was no one else on the planet yet you know in in the sequence of the astrological signs Mm -hmm. you know aries is the first born so they're looking around like well so how am i gonna eat i guess i'm gonna have to figure out food (laughs) i guess i'm gonna have to figure out where you know how to live and how to set up and it wasn't until taurus comes along to go hmm I'm going to consolidate that energy and, and make it a little bit more functional. Like, right. you know, fire is wild. Earth is stable. stable? Yeah. And Taurus is a good, like, stabilizer. And then, you know, the Geminis come around and they're just like, I think we can, like, make a market. I think I can sell that. We can barter. I can trade you, you know, 10 tomatoes for yeah. that slab of meat you got last night, Aries. Mm, okay. <laughs> the way you talk. And then cancer comes around and it's like, I'm going to make this into a home. Let's like let's let's build this together. Let's let's commune <laughs> together. Let's like yeah, this let's be a family. Yeah. This is nice. This is nice. And the Leo is just like, hey, are we ever gonna have some freaking fun here? You know. And then the Virgos go out and say like, all right, I'll do all the work you none of you others want to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know. And so you just go down. Yeah. That's the first half of the zodiac. But you know, you just go have go sign by sign, and they all have specific roles. You know. And you know, Virgos were, were the merchants. You yeah. know, we're, we we represent like the middle class. We're the ones that are like really prone to doing like assistance. You know, we, we live to be of service in, in some way, shape or form. Yeah. You know, whether that's in service to another person, another entity um, or like with me, like I feel like I'm at service to astrology to, to just help people understand like things aren't random. And a lot of times when you have something like eclipses, like right now. Yeah. You know, a lot of people can can it, it, it can be heavy. Yeah. It can be heavy, and it's nice to just have a little bit of context to your everyday experience, so that when something when something moves, or when something shakes, or when you feel that call to follow your path, you know, to fulfill a purpose, however big or however like mundane and small it is, mm-hmm. that there is there's divinity in that, you know, mm-hmm. or there's there's math and science to it. Yeah, you know. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. So it's your story very related to Scarlett because every time she go to new territory, new places, where's your sun sign? Where's your moon sign? <laughs> where's your bird chart? We can't help it. Yeah. We can't <laughs> help it. Can't I help know. It. I know. Most it's, people, they only know about the ascent sign, right? Yeah. And they're like, do you know your moon sign? Let's look into that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, nowadays, I feel like top three, Yeah, you know, yeah, has really thing. become kind of just every day, like with, you know, with the help of social media. Right. You know, everyone's like, oh, you know, my top three, my yeah. sun, moon, rising. Yeah. yeah. But then the second, you know, if I, if I go, because another word for rising is the ascendant. Yeah. You know, the sign on the ascendant when you were born. People go like what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> like same thing, same thing. Don't right. don't get thrown off. It's just right. same thing, just another way of saying right. it. So when you started asking around people birth time, right? <laughs> <laughs> were they like, uh, were they um, surprised or like did they find it strange or I how was did they pretty react? good before I got to the point where it was like, oh, I'm gonna ask this person for their birth time. I would already smell okay. whether or not it was like, okay. oh, okay, if you're into it, yeah, you know, it's it's always easy to start like, oh, you know, what's your sign? I'm so curious, you yeah. know, and that one, most people are just like, oh, yeah. you know, I'm a Gemini, but I don't really, you know, Feel, I don't know yeah. anything about that, you know. It's like, oh, okay, cool, cool. Mm -hmm. And then I would move on. Yeah. But if someone's just like, oh, well, you know, I'm Gemini with Cancer Rising, I'd be like, oh, excuse me? A cancer with a Gemini Rising? Well, hold on. What time are you born? Let's look at that moon. Let's look at that moon sign real quick. What's Mercury doing? You know? Um, so I would smell it out. I would smell it out. You know, I, I, I'm good about that for right. sure. Right. Um, do you ever have like a friend that is very skeptical about astrology um my parents mm -hmm. for sure i mean in particular my mom um but i got her oh did i get her <laughs> she's very math science you know that was yeah. always her big quarrel with me as a kid it was like math and science were not my fractions just yeah. like yeah. you know yeah. it never my my forte um so hilarious that I start studying astrology yeah. only to learn way down the line that it comes That's down to math and science. I was so like, Aren't you? this is such a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but cosmically, aha, you know, like, yeah. you know, the universe yeah. is a trickster. Yeah. Um, but, you know, she's also like, you know, we're talking about the South. So, you know, there's a little bit of like religion in, yeah. in, in her influence. But um, where I won her over was talking about the moon. Right. Because the moon, we already know scientifically yes. that the moon has the effect, that affects the tides, yeah. right? And the earth is 70% water, 30% yeah. land, mm -hmm. and the moon is up there affecting the tides, high tide, low tides. Well, how much of our bodies are made up of water? Yes. I believe it's the same 70-30 ratio. Yeah, I think so, yes. So do we not think that... If the moon is affecting the 70% of water on this planet and we occupy the planet, mm. you don't think that moon pool is going to affect you? Yeah. I mean, that's why, I mean, I don't want to like overspeak or anything, <laughs> but syncing with menstrual cycles yes. happens so much with the moon. Mm. That's not, that's not, you know, happenstance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? So it's things like that where it's just... I won her, you know, because she was like, oh, yeah. gosh, because I did a live and I yeah. was talking about because at, at the time I did this live. Like, I think this was yeah. 
2020 or something. Right. And I had been coming across a lot of like, oh, I don't believe this stuff. This stuff is yeah. like, you know, yeah. whatever. And I was like, oh, well, that's interesting. What do you think about the moon? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd be like, well, what do you mean? What do you think about the moon? Like the moon's just whatever. And I'm like, well, is she whatever? Because I think she's up there uh, doing a lot of things uh, to you right now. And I asked this person, it was an Uber driver. Do you happen to be a cancer? Well, how'd you know that? And I was like, oh, that's your ruling planet as a cancer. Hmm. I was like, do you ever feel like every two and a half days you kind of like your energy changes? Right. You know, you can go from two, two, two and a half days of feeling like, yes, I am in the world. I am active and I'm motivated. And then the next two and a half days, you just you're shut in. Hmm. You don't want to do anything. Hmm. You just. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, interesting, because that's what the moon does. She changes signs every two and a half days. Mm. Her flavor shifts. Mm. You're answering to her. Like yeah. I, as a Virgo, I'm answering to Mercury. So every time there's a Mercury retrograde, yeah. good luck. You know <laughs> what I mean? You're ruled by Venus, goddess of love, and you're ruled by Neptune. Yeah. You know, but Neptune's a slow moving planet. So there's a mm. slow and steady quality or consistency to Pisces energy, but it is a fluid consistency, right? Like things can just. Things can come and go, and that remains true for a long time for Pisces. And, you know, there's a long eras of time because Neptune is such a slow mover. Yeah. You know, Venus, goddess of love, and as a Libra, good Lord. You know what I mean? It's all about aesthetic and beauty, balance and justice, yeah. natural-born lawyers, Libras. But then Mercury is, the you know, it's the merchant. It's the communication planet. Yeah. Um, but Mercury changes signs unless it's retrograde every three to four weeks. Yeah. That's so, intense. you know what I mean? And yeah. as a as mutable energy, I mean, this gets into like some of like the astro geeky mm -hmm. terminology. But yeah. as a mutable sign, there's consistency in the in inconsistency because mm -hmm. mutables are adaptable. Yeah. So I can go into different environments. I can go to like a top notch industry party and fit my way in. Yeah. And then just find those little pockets of time, you know, to mm -hmm. be like, hey, what's your sign? <laughs> you know, so there's. There's a lot of, there's, there's a lot there, but to circle all the way back to anybody in my life that's a skeptic, it was my mom. Right. But I got her ass. Wow. <laughs> but it takes her so many years, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm also not somebody that's going to um, shove astrology down anyone's throats. I'm not yeah. going to, you know, it's just, yeah. it's something that, you know, if you're curious, and that's always like one of my life mottos. Just just live curious. Yes. It's the lesson of Gemini. Yes. But Gemini is also ruled by Mercury because it's our thinking mind and how we communicate. Yeah. Yeah. If you approach life with curiosity, things aren't always so bad, you know? So when those like big moments happen, good, bad, ugly, indifferent, you know, you can kind of like sit back and be like, huh, what is, what might this be about? You know, what might, mm. if there is something. Right. What am I supposed to learn from this? Or what can I extract from this? What little wisdom can I get from this experience? Then you're already living better. Right. Right. right? Yeah, I love the respect you and your mom have, though. Even there's difference, but still learning from each oh, other. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It makes for colorful conversation. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know? So you originally from Louisville, Kentucky. Yeah, Louisville, Kentucky. Beside your parents, how about the community around you? What do they react when you are so different from everybody else? 
Well, I haven't been there. I haven't lived in Louisville since I was 17 because um, I left for college on the East Coast and then transferred out here, finished yeah. school out here. Um, so I haven't had much community. Let me not say not, not community because I've actually had a lot of support yeah. from the collective of just like being from Louisville. I've had a lot. But all my friends in high school, we we split. You know, we mm-hmm. all went different places. Not a lot of us, I mean, right? I don't think anybody went to the same school as the other. We all yeah. dispersed, yeah. you know? And at that time, because I graduated high school in 2003, at that time, like, Facebook had just come out. Yes. Yeah. And so, you know, you still had to have, like, your college email address to even get a Facebook profile. Yeah. So we had a way to connect but it it was so new i didn't really use it like that you know i would look mm-hmm. at people's like away messages you know or well, i guess that was more like aol and instant messenger at that time too um so <laughs> my friends and i i mean we i have my my core that like i've stayed in touch with but a lot of like the the people that i went to school with like we we've all lost contact you know, mm-hmm. I mean, some yeah. people have families, some people, I mean, you know, me, I, I left and then I left again, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I did school in Charleston, South Carolina for yeah. two years and then I moved here. So I really, I hopped, I jumped mm-hmm. all around. So I really like was able to establish a home base, a real sense of community mm-hmm. here in LA, mm-hmm. um, more so than anywhere else. I mean, I've, I've still got friends in Charleston, South Carolina that I made in college. But again, we were, most of us, we were all, we were all like transplants. So, mm-hmm. you know, like who I call my soul sister, you know, she lives in South Florida. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, cause that's where she's from yeah. and she's got a family now, you know, I mean, yeah. we stay in touch. I mean, that's one of my, like, I mean, she really is like my soul sister, another Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah, so like my my sense of community has always been it's there and yeah. it's like it's within me big time cuz I mean my people are my friggin' people. Mm-hmm. But we're all a lot of us aren't physically together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I understand. And you left the bluegrass state. <laughs> yes. And then you um to pursue to Hollywood here and become a um dancers and astrology, astrologer, sorry. And why take that leap of faith from there to here? It's a long way. Yeah, it, it <laughs> boy, this is, this is something about my, my personality is how persistent I am and how resilient I am, especially when I know what I want. Right. Um, at that time, when I was 17, 18, 19, I was just raw. So I didn't have any context of astrology. I didn't have any context. I, I wasn't really religious. I kind of, after like having some experiences like in church, I, I just kind of was like, I don't know. I just, something about this like isn't for me. So I was really driven by, I don't think I was saying this to myself back then, but something bigger than me. Yeah. But I know that when I watched music videos, in high school, when I watched the the MTV Video Music Awards and, um, oh my gosh, all those shows on MTV at that time, I know that something happened in my body where it was like, I have to do that. Mm. 
no context for how to do it, no idea that it could be a job, even though I was watching it. I didn't understand, like, that's a business. Like, yeah. you know, how does one be a dancer? I didn't grow up a dancer. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing little Dolly Dinkle, like, high school music show choir things, you know, hello, Dolly, <laughs> hello, Dolly. I was doing that, but it wasn't like the career that I've ended up having. Right. It wasn't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I left when I graduated high school, I left, but at that time I was like, I really want to be a marine biologist. I want to be in the ocean. I want to be with dolphins. I want to be with whales. Love it. I know that that's, I know that that's what I want to do. So I went to Charleston, um, you know, as a coastal city, Mm -hmm. you know, thinking like, okay, I'm going to be by the beach and I'm going to be freeing (laughs) Willie and I'm going to be talking to the dolphins. I'm going to be doing all of this. And I got into biology 101 and was like, I hate this so much. <laughs> Protons and neutrons and photons and all these things. I was like, what, what does this have to do with free and willy? What does this got to do? I want to be with the dolphins. I want to be on a boat. I want to, that's what I want to do. And so I quickly was like, this ain't it. But then I learned that how much I loved reading. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was already like a big reader when I was, yeah. you know, in school. But I didn't consider, you know, oh, English literature, like being a thing. Because that was the only course that I just like, I couldn't wait to read all the greats. Mm-hmm. And so I like quickly changed my major. And um it was at that time it was english and french because i just loved language and i think this yeah. is eventually what where i fell in love with astrology yeah. because astrology has its own language yes you know and yes. learning some of that like the roots of some of that was mm-hmm. just like oh my god like the babylonians were doing this yeah. like what you know what yes. i mean and so that all of those like components all kind of fit together and like a little bit of like a masterpiece you know like I didn't necessarily see it at the time and when things were happening, but having this conversation, I'm just looking in hindsight going yeah. like, wow, it really did come together because I mm-hmm. just, I'm an absorber of information mm. and I'm fascinated by old arts, Yes, you know, like, so the fact that the pharaohs had astrologers, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, it's, it's just right. like, I know. are you for real? Like, <laughs> I know. <laughs> How do we get away from this? Yes. You know, I mean, there's a whole, there's a whole like history to to everything. But yeah. no, it's it's just I'm just fascinated yeah. every day, and I think that's why astrology just stays a through line right. in the spiritual arts. I'll just say that it's not just astrology now; it's the spiritual arts as a whole. It's just so freaking fascinating. It is. It is. Do you somehow feel connected to Egypt? I always mm. have just obsessed over Egyptian history. I mean, I haven't yet done like the fantasy, like deep dive Mm. into like all the, you know, the Cleopatras and the Pharaohs and the pyramids. I haven't done that yet because I know that once I go, I'm going to (laughs) disappear. I'm going to disappear into books. I'm going to disappear into documentaries. I'm going to dis. I'm just, I know myself, you know? So I haven't yet done that. Yeah. But it's so fascinating. How do we still not know how they do it or how they did it? Yeah. That's insane. It's just insane. But I love it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I mean, I somehow always um, feel connected to Egypt. And um, we're trying to conceive a baby. 
Um, mm-hmm. I remember year. this in our yeah. reading. <laughs> and um, initially, we were trying to conceive in Egypt. You oh, know? that's right. Yeah, but let's see. <laughs> yeah, let's see, because there's a war happening right now. So we, yeah. we don't want to uh, take that risk. You know, it's only eight hour drive from the war zone. So, yeah, <laughs> you know, can you share with me some of the memorable moment when you work with Lady Gaga? Uh, the first one that sticks out, Super Bowl 2017. Um, if you go back and watch that performance, I'm the one that picks her up. Yeah. And shake her. <laughs> that was it's wild again, thinking in hindsight, because when I'm in it, you know, when I'm it, when I'm in work mode, I just want to do a good job, you know, and like going to rehearsal as I go into the office, you know, so it's just like, all right, I'm clocking in and I need to be on. And no matter what I'm asked, I have to perform, you know, at a yeah. high, at a high level. And so when it all worked out to be like, oh, this was what it was going to be. Yeah. There's like, worker gram that's just like okay so i'm gonna move down here and i'm gonna pick her up and i'm gonna walk and i'm gonna shake and i'm gonna put her down and i'm gonna do and then there's like real life graham going what the fuck i'm gonna be doing this <laughs> <laughs> it was just and, and it all happened so organically it just, mm-hmm. was just like as we were rehearsing and it was like the moment just kind of presented itself and when that ended up being like that that's the choice oh this is this is what we're gonna do like there wasn't any other individual moment in that performance. You know, I mean, there were small groups of people, but like that was such a, that was just such a big Big moment. moment. Yes. And I came back to, I want to say it was either 172 or 178 text messages. Wow. From different people. People I didn't even know still had my number. People I didn't even, I still have saved was like, oh God. Yeah. Is that who I think it is? (laughs) That that is such a highlight, you know that that performance. But also, there was in oh same year, yeah, twenty seventeen. Yeah, we were on the Joanne World Tour, and we were in my hometown a little bit before Thanksgiving. Mm. And so I talked to my family and was just like, I would love to do like an early Thanksgiving at our house and have everyone there. And we did catered it and she came and so it was really cool to just have i mean you know talking about someone that i've worked with since 2000 my first job was december 2008 Mm. you know what i mean Mm. so at that point to go nine years together right and to just like cool you're going to come to the house and you're yeah. going to break bread and we're all going to be together. And we had a fire going like in, in the outside in our backyard. It was just really cool because it was just a nice like come down moment. Like, oh, yeah, we're off doing things that are like out of this world and like yeah. big and fantastic. Yeah. But at the same time, it's nice to just like remember like remember. we're all here, tangible. Yeah. Like yeah. let's eat good food together and like let's just like be comfortable. You mm-hmm. know, so it was those two things, I think, immediately are the things that like stand out. Mm-hmm. So Amazing. when you when you hold her on the stage, what went through your mind? At Don't that drop the diva. <laughs> <laughs> because 
a million people were watching you because the Super Bowl is huge. I know. Trust me, my mind, my heart, my body, everything was like, don't you mess up. Don't you. You got one <laughs> shot. You don't you do it. <laughs> That's what was going through my mind. Okay. And when everything went smoothly, it was just like, oh, my God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Because everything else was like we did, we ended with Bad Romance and the big right. group number. So I was like, oh, no right. pressure there. You know, I know that choreography like the back of my mind. So it was just like, okay, okay, I did it. I did it. Yeah. Everything's well fine. Done. We're good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Graham, well did you remember the timing during the Super Bowl? Was it in Eclipse season? <laughs> oh. Yeah. I want to know. We did that in February of 2017. Gotta look it out. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah, off the top of my head. Doing math and science at the top of my head, yeah. not good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's why I write everything down. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to look it out and get back to yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be really, uh, yeah. I'd be actually curious. I've never, I never did that. I didn't go back to think. Yeah. It's just, it's just like big moment for you. Wait a minute. Yeah. Oh, no. Wait a minute. I, eclipses may have been after, but eclipses can activate before and after. Before and after. Mm -hmm. So yeah. it could have been because around the same time was the, eclipse relationship yes that yes. came in and, and went yeah so it could have been yeah it very well could have been or a planet activating eclipses ahead or after right the did actual you, season did you say it affected even after one year and a half right yeah the circle yeah okay mm -hmm. wow so That's when amazing. when you work with a huge celebrity like that is that a lot of pressure on you in the beginning in the beginning it was I mean, I honestly spent the first 50% <laughs> of my career, like, I, there's no way I'm doing this. Like, th there's there's just yeah. no way. Yeah. yeah. You know? I I don't know. I, I knew when I came out here that this is what I was meant to do at that time. But I don't know if I really believed that I would. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of it's kind of hard to say. I it's like all my actions were in line with. Oh, this is somebody that really wants this. Yeah. But I don't know if mentally and physically I was aligned at that time. Right. You know, it was mm -hmm. just more so like, oh, I know that if I want to be a successful professional dancer, I yeah. need to be in classes because I've never trained to be a dancer until mm -hmm. I was nineteen. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I knew that I was playing catch up, and yeah. I quickly learned when I moved here that there's a lot of freaking people trying to do the same thing. Yeah. And I didn't have that reality when I first moved here. I, yeah. It was it was just like, well, I love I love to dance at parties. Yeah. So like, why wouldn't I just dance for a living? Mm -hmm. yeah. 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 Graham. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Um, but yeah, I, didn't, I really didn't have that reality. Right. And so it was just something... I just, I, you know, I, I had a lot of second guessing of myself because when I would get into auditions and classrooms with people that are really frigging good yeah. and really trained and really talented, I did not feel like at all on that level. Yeah. Okay. But then, and again, this is all coming in hindsight, mm. I was the dancer that was going to the club at night and dancing all night mm. like and that's where I got like performance that's where I understood like I mean I would dance with garbage cans on wheels <laughs> I would dance with caution wet floor signs mm. I would climb walls hang upside down and 
people would come up to me all the time and be like, what are you on? Because I want some. <laughs> it's like, I'm not on anything. Like, this <laughs> just, is just, just like, this is just, just me. Like, just <laughs> you know, and that's actually how I ended up meeting one choreographer that I worked with quite a bit. Yeah. You know, because they were there and we're like, who are you? Mm. And like, what is happening? And it was just like, well, yeah. I got a really good grade on my paper today. So I wanted to celebrate. <laughs> You know, but I mean, I would dance on the floor. I would, I would get on my back and kick and scream when some, you know, asshole broke my heart. Like, you know, I, I lit, I had to. Movement was how I had to get it off. Yes, amazing. Um, and when you look at my chart, I have a Leo Venus, so how I connect and relate to others. Mm -hmm. But it's in the twelfth house, which is the creative arts. Yes. Um, and so. Venus Leo's really loud. Hello, it's how I'm dressed. Yeah. It, you know, it's, a, it's my aesthetic. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like very, look at me. It's you know, okay. like, you, yes. know, you know, I'm here. Yeah. Um, you know, um, and it's also a great hype man, which is why I love astrology. I yeah. get to hype all my clients yeah. and listeners up. Um, but in order to, like, that creative energy needs an expression. Just, you know, yes. fire energy can't stay bottled up. It has to be released. Right. And before I had real good context of that, I was living proof of that in that whole era of time because I would always, whenever I would go through any kind of heightened experience, whether it was good or bad or in between, I had, I was like, okay, what club, what club's open tonight? Mm -hmm. You know, like, let's just go. Let's go at yeah. 1030. Let's leave it two, and I'll feel good. Just release it. Yeah. And I did. And it was, yeah. and it was great. I, I wouldn't have changed I wouldn't change that part about myself at all. Creative outlet has changed a little bit, but mm. I wouldn't change that, you know, that moment in time. Like, because that right there, my my freestyle and my improvisation and the things that I would come up with on the, off the top of my head, that is why I would, I was a good addition to those early opportunities that I was mm -hmm. in. I see. You know, at the time I didn't know it because I would be taken out of, group numbers and with all the dancers that were super trained and and could do all that choreography and i was like well i i'm doing the choreography too like how come i can't do it yeah but i would get plucked out and then graham just go over there and do something well you tell somebody like me to go over there and do something i mean i would blindfold myself legitimately blindfold myself mm -hmm. climb up some of the stage hang upside down. I would hit some of the choreography blindfolded on a staircase. Mm. Like I was doing all kinds of things. I, I We had a jungle gym on, on the Monster Ball tour, which was the first tour that I ever did. You better believe I climbed that thing. I pretended to smoke while I was up there. I mean, real dynamic, interesting choices that at the time were just me being raw. Mm. But looking back, I was like, oh, that's why I was... That's why I could be on stage with these dancers that are so trained and so talented and can truly do incredible things with their bodies that I couldn't. But my little edge was like, oh, Graham's a little rock and roll. Like, he's going to mm. do something. Mm. You know, we had like a fountain in the Monster Ball tour, too. And it was mm -hmm. one of those, another one of those moments. Like, yeah. all right, Graham, like, come out and the fountain's yours. You know, and it was like, oh, so, you know, I would like bathe in the fountain because we had, it was water. I think it was, 
I'm not sure what it was, but it was like a, a blood coming right. out of this fountain. So I was like, oh, well, I'm yeah. going to bathe in this and I'm going <laughs> to luxuriate in this fountain. And, you know, when I look back at, at that time and those decisions and those choices, I was like, hell yeah, I'm yeah. watching this. Like, this yeah. is really good. You know, what is that weirdo going to do? <laughs> That's amazing. So when, because um, uh, I listened to your podcast, and then some of the podcasts I would I was cracking up because you was singing. Oh yes. And then you was like <laughs> making Joe sad and his daddy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, Graham, is this come from you naturally, or you just prep this up? Yeah, that's all me, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that is all me. Well. One of the reasons why I started Drunk Astrology was I just felt like all the people that I was looking up to at that time in the astrology space had gotten so serious and some got so woo-woo yeah. that they lost me. And some mm. of these people were like people that, you know, I learned from. And so... I complained, like any good Virgo, I complained to all my friends, you know, and anybody else that I kind of connected with online about astrology, spirituality, you know, and my friends started being like, so then why don't you do it? Mm. I was like, oh, what a joke. I'm not doing that. Are you mm. kidding me? I'm not going to let my teacher see me, like, do astrology. And I would say, plus, I'm insane. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what? No, yeah. I'm not doing that. So I, I complained for a good year until... My friend Caitlin, who's my Pisces soul sister, mm -hmm. was just like, you know, just shut up. And like <laughs> drunk astrology has like a ring to it because I had already like come up with that name. Like, oh, if I did it, it would be like drunk astrology. Like, I mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And she was like, look, I looked it up on Instagram. The handle's available. So why don't you just get it? You don't have to do anything with it, but just get it. Because if you, yeah. if you decide to actually do something, then you can do it. You know, yeah. you'll have wow. it. So it was the last day of cancer season yeah. when we had this conversation. Yeah. And I said, well, if I'm going to do this, my business or my account, it's going to be a Leo. It's not going to be a cancer. <laughs> so I waited the next day and was like, okay, now I'm going to do drunk astrology. And as soon as I created the account, I was like, all right. I mean, I don't know what I'm doing. And mm -hmm. I was with my birthday twin in mm -hmm. Jersey. She and I have the same birthday, same year, within four hours of each other. Wow. And we are literally Wonderful. like nice. we were split from one. Um, and I sat on her front porch and was like, today the moon's in Scorpio, sextile Saturn. <laughs> today is a good day for moving forward and work. And, you know, it, it was just... You know, there was there was nothing. And then I just, ever since, it has just been this, like, beautiful display. And that's why I'm not deleting anything from before. Yes. Because I created insane characters and delivered the cosmic weather. Like, what yeah. is now the podcast, at first, was just me, like, making up these characters and every single week delivering the cosmic news. But, like, in, I mean, seriously, if you just, like, scroll scroll and get down to 2018 2019 oh no into 2022 <laughs> you're gonna see some real good stuff there <laughs> that's amazing and you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> so um, what go ahead 
that, right? No, no, you go ahead. So when we meet in uh, the Lion Hotel, you yes. did read my tarot reading. Oracle. Uh, Oracle. Yeah, and that was eye-opening. So what's the difference between um, astrology and tarot, Oracle, Oracle tarot. reading? Tarot uh, reading. I love this question. Yeah. This is really good because there's a huge difference. Astrology, like we've already established, it's yeah. like math and science. When I'm looking at a chart, I'm literally looking at how do these planets connect? You know, are they in, are they 60 degrees from each other? Are they 150 degrees apart from each other? Where do they live? Like I'm looking at a Zodiac wheel. It really is because like when we look at your birth chart, Mm -hmm. it is like we lay in the center of earth. And at the moment you're born, we take a picture of the sky Mm -hmm. and the sky is divided into 12 houses. houses, Yes. Right. And now in some of those houses, planets live there yeah you know so you really get this like factory reset or like this instruction manual for this chart Mm -hmm. which is a person so that is not really much intuition there you know what i mean that is more just like well here's what it is Mm -hmm. you know now there's so many different layers to that that we can start peeling back and uncovering to really make the host of that chart understand themselves and the timing of certain things in their life mm-hmm. to make sense. So that's that. We actually have something to look at. It's very tangible. Yeah. Oracle and, t- well, I will speak to Oracle because I, I myself yet am not doing tarot because that's an official, like, there's, there's tradition there. there. There are suits you know, there's a major arcana, there's minor arcana, there, there's a whole system that I want to be able to master that system mm-hmm. before I'm ever like, oh, let me like, today I'm going to do my tarot deck. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like I've mastered that yet. Now, oracles, on the other hand, are the intuitive art that mm-hmm. I immediately mm-hmm. gravitated to. And that wasn't until the pandemic. Right. I was doing readings at a crystal shop in Burbank. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was the the in house astrologer, mm-hmm. but what happened very quickly was someone would come in and say like, "Oh, do you have a reader today?" Hi, yeah, that's me. We go into the back room. I want to know if my boyfriend's cheating on me, and I would have my my laptop and be like, "What time were you born?" <laughs> <laughs> And very quickly, somebody would look at me like, huh? <laughs> Can't you just like do the thing and like tell me like whether or not? And I was like, that's not really how astrology works. So what time? <laughs> Let's see, is Pluto involved? Let's see, is the eighth house involved? You know, sixth house? You know, you know, and so I started being like, oh God, like, and, and one of the women at the shop that was working the shop, you know, she was like, I think you need to pick up cards. And she is very psychic and very intuitive. And and I immediately was like, no, 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 no. Like, no, I'm an astrologer. Math, science, like, no. And she was like, no, like, I'm getting all kinds of messages, you know, to say that card reading is, you need to pick up cards. And I resisted, you know. And, okay. and, and she actually got me to break down there in that moment, you know, because she was like, why are you so resistant? Yeah. Like, because... I feel like you know that this is right. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. Like, yeah. I do know it. But I just, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't have any context for it. Right. 
Yeah. And also, you know, I, I experienced a lot of loss in my early childhood. I lost my, my biological mom. I lost when I was three. Mm-hmm. And then all through the 90s, like a little bit of a blur right. to me, like as childhood experiences. But there was so much loss. So I was a little hesitant to open up yes. in a way where I just I have I have experienced my mom several times throughout just childhood all the way to present, well, especially now. Um, but I didn't. It wasn't like official, you know. It was more just like mm, maybe, yeah. You know, maybe. Yeah. Okay, and now move on, move yeah. on. You know, like get to. Look at that birth chart. Like, yeah. you know? um, so when I got my first card reading from a reader at that shop, yeah. shout out to the Crystal Shrine, mm-hmm. um, the deck that I use for both of your all's readings, that mm-hmm. first one, my main one, that was the deck that the reader was using that day. And she didn't know because I just walked into the store on a day that I wasn't working there. And she was just walking around shuffling and we hadn't met yet. So she didn't know that I was also a reader. And she was like, oh, you want, you want to do like a one card pull? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. So she shuffled and she pulled out a card and it was the tsunami card. And at that time, I had just had this like huge eclipse like event. This was in 2021. Yeah. And, you know, she like stepped back and was like, whoa, there is what like like tidal wave of change has just happened. And, you know, she gave me some really good guidance, but I could not get that image, right? the tsunami card out of my mind. Mm-hmm. And I had this, like, I kind of had like an internal clock before I really could put reference and put a name to like what it was. Yeah. I've always had this kind of like feeling in my like stomach and kind of like here in my sternum when I knew something was right. Mm-hmm. And I had that in that moment. And it was just like, oh my God, I've had that conversation you know, I had the epiphany with that that client that was just like, can't you just do the thing? The shop, uh, the, you know, my friend Tamara that works the shop saying like, I think you need to pick up cards. Mm. And then this reader, Sarah, like seeing that deck in her hand and, and her message for that one card. I, a week later, I like hunted that deck down and I mm. got it. And then being the Virgo that I am, I found a card reader certification course mm. and the funny thing because i didn't know what to anticipate right. you know i'm really good with imagery and that's why i love oracle cards and yeah. i have a boatload of different decks because all the different imagery says something else now there's the intention of the author but then there's also when you're guided by your own intuition what to, like i have because i'm an astrologer first yeah i have cards in that deck that are not Gemini, that are not Cancer, that they aren't signs, but for me, they show up mm. as those signs. Mm. So it's really cool being yeah. at the line and meeting people in person and yeah. like getting that card and be like, okay, well, let's talk about the energy of the card and kind of see like, is this landing? Right. And then I get to, you know, get a layer like, do you happen to know, like, is there any like Geminis or a Gemini sun, moon, or rising sign? Mm. Like, in, yes. and the amount of times that those lights go like, oh my God, like, oh. Okay, so the 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 overlay yes. is really really cool. Like having the astrology and knowing the cycles and the patterns, and cards that represent these things mm-hmm. to help guide the intuitive shuffling of the cards. Now, 
what I was going to say about the certification course, the first 20% of that course, you don't pick up a card deck. Mm. You have to go through all these guided meditations and meet your guides. And first one, I was not surprised at all, but it was terrifying and beautiful and scary and awesome at the same time because it was my mom. Right. And so Aww. I remember like I woke up super early because I wanted, I had like a busy day and, you know, Herman's asleep. I live in a studio. So it's like everything is, you know, pretty much right there. Yeah. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to put my hood on, hoodie on. I'm going to like put my headphones in and I'm just going to like take this and, you know, do these meditations and no idea what to expect. Oh my God. I mean, you know, you close your eyes and you're, you know, you're following, you know, the teacher, she's guiding you through and, you know, you have this like crazy experience, but I mean, I don't, I was Mm -hmm. three when I lost her. So I don't have any frame of reference like with her voice. Yeah. Right. And that was the first time where I heard her voice. Wow. That's amazing. And, you know, so just crying and like feeling like electric and Oof. scared at the same time. Like it's this. Am I going to have to do this in order to just to shuffle some cards? Is this what it's really going to take? Yeah. <laughs> but it was. And now, I mean, I would not change it for the world. Wow. It is. It is. It's beautiful. Right. To like, you know, and I lost a cousin. He was three years old when he passed. Mm-hmm. And I had I had not thought of Dylan in so long. I can't even tell you. Because I was, I think I was five when he passed. Mm-hmm. I remember the moment happening and all, but I just haven't thought of him. And that was the next person that showed up mm-hmm. in these guided meditations. And it was just like, oh my God, like. And it's it's wild. And the astrologer, like or like logical, like thinking mind, was like, "Is this really happening? Mm. Like for real? Like Mm -hmm. am I what? You know?" But these these teachers are phenomenal, and they're world leaders in in their craft. And one of the best things about these teachers, and and when you learn through guided meditations and and cards, you learn that every single one of us. It, mediums and psychics and intuitives it, it's not like we're, we're all it yeah yeah first lesson is you have to be open to it sure you know so when you open your mind to it it's like okay there's step one step two you got to invite them in yes. you know so it's like we all have guides you know you don't have to have lost anybody to have a guide you know there's yeah. there's family there's ancestral you know there's land sisters mm. you know just there's there there's animals that you know I, that was another one of mine that came through it was a, it was like an eagle it's like humongous eagle and her name is cora and yeah. i like literally was just like this is <laughs> yeah. wild like yeah. because in one of them you know we have a note you have a notepad and yeah. like you're still there but you're meant to just keep writing right. you know while wow. while you're having it and it was just like all these getting dogs wild wild and i actually had one experience where it was too much mm-hmm. i like i had so much going on like i like my head was vibrating i got lightheaded because i had done this like opening ceremony to like with a new deck and whatever and it just got so overwhelming thank god the the book also had like here's the closing ceremony to shut it all down <laughs> yeah so i had to do yeah. that and then i was like i need to get in the shower and it took like 10 minutes because it felt like i was high Mm-hmm. But I was lightheaded at the same time. Yeah. And it was just like, this is too much. It's too overwhelming. Like, need to like shut it down, bring it, bring it back down. 
and water is like a good way. It's one of the reasons why I have my yeah. water here, yeah. just to like, you know, yeah, water down, stay, yeah, yeah just yeah. to like stay, yeah, calm. Yeah. yeah. So right now you layer it with the oracle and astrology. It's like yeah. So yeah. on my daily podcast, that's the subscription podcast. Okay. I layer the messages, you know, so it's just like, and, and there, it's called a daily dose of stars because it's like mm-hmm. a micro dose of information and guidance and mentorship and coaching based on the relevant astrological events of that day mm-hmm. or cycles that we're in. And I end each episode with a, with a one card pool. And a lot of times it'll either amplify one or just kind of the overall aspects of the day. Mm-hmm. But other times it gives like a completely different message, which isn't that, you know, the paradox of life. You know, you can have amazing moon aspects, but still have just because astrology says today's a great day. That's the energy available to you. But the cards might say like, oh, there's a little bit of deeper. There's another layer, you know, to Mm -hmm. look at, to consider as you go throughout your day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And that's why I love it. That's it, it's because sometimes and a lot of times they go like hand in hand. And yeah. it's another way of saying what I've already said when I'm breaking down the astrology. Right. You know, like right now in the in the season of a daily dose of stars, I'm using this art oracle deck. So it's all the like famous artists. Mm-hmm. And there's a there's a life message. There's a work message. And there's an inspiration message. That's mm-hmm. amazing. And they are hilarious. Some of them. <laughs> You know, and it's based on like their lives, you know, so some of them are like, you know, d- don't talk to yourself, talk to yourselves. And the imagery is like all the, the same head, but they kind of look little variations of each other. Mm-hmm. It's just like, yeah, don't we all feel like we have like nine, you know, people inside there? Like, yeah, yeah don't just talk to the one of them, you know, talk to all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> what's that head over there thinking? You know, like, what's gram number two and number nine? You know, like, how come y'all are in conflict? What, you know, what's going on? Um, since you walk with a lot of energy around, right? Do you have any specific spiritual practice or spiritual healing? Like you do it every day. So how do you release it? Because you have so much energy and yeah. also you absorb so much energy. Yeah. How do you release it? Well, you learn, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I learned in this certification course, you, you learn how to safeguard. Mm-hmm. You know, you learn how to protect yourself. You know, I don't walk around opening myself up, you know, unless like if I'm at the line. If I know I'm going somewhere where... I'm working in that capacity, I open myself up, right? you know, and it's just more so just like an invitation, Mm -hmm. you know, I don't, I don't even know if maybe it's like an invitation prayer, you know, just to say like, you know, and it's a a lot of um, imagery. It's kind of how you unlock the connection, Mm -hmm. I guess. Um, And in the beginning of that whole course, you know, I learned like what my images are to, to open up and, and then to shut it down. Right. You know? And right. so I'm very intentional yeah. when, I, when I'm open and when I shut down. Yeah. Mm. I love that. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> and, what, and what some of the advice would you give for someone who just starting out who love astrology and also Oracle together as a mix? Because that's a very unique one. I think the best way, if someone's at the starting gate, 
of that reality or that interest in the math and science side of astrology and then the intuitive, meditative, psychic medium side of um, oracles is to do one and then the other. Mm. There's no particular order, but it's almost like, like for me, astrology is the backbone to my, my oracle readings because I get a frame of reference. I ask everybody their sun sign and I really want to know their rising. Yes. Because just with that, I can unlock the astrological patterns off the top of my head. And I also give myself a little cheat sheet to, you know, just to be like, okay, sometimes when you have to think of things like in the moment, but you're also open to like receive, you know, messages, it it can be like, oh my God, this is like, (laughs) this is a lot. So, you know, I look out for myself, you know, and, and I'll have like a little like cheat sheet, but that wouldn't be the case if I didn't have the foundation of astrology that I do. Yes. You know, so for me that, it was not intentional that it happened like this, but I can see astrology first because it's so layered. Yeah. It really, really is. And what's cool about adding something like Oracle Tarot to that mix is that sometimes when you look at a chart, you don't get the nuance. Mm-hmm. The cards can show and the channel can reveal like a nuance to what you see in the chart the cycles are and you see what planetary influences right. are and you can and you see the aspects they're making to each other and you can you can paint a picture but sometimes too someone getting a birth chart reading especially if it's like a first one mm-hmm. it can be intimidating you know i mean cuz i i like them to see it too like this is your cosmic dna here you know so like we can th- this is your blueprint you mm-hmm. know so whenever you're in stress whenever you're in need whenever you're feeling lost you come right back to this thing and say like my north node is in taurus in the ninth house i have to continue to to lead and find and create stability as a leader as an educator Mm -hmm. i'm using that example because that's mine (laughs) (laughs) and there's a lot of times like the north node we we're not good at it yeah i have made i i mean (laughs) I don't know how many times I've made a, like a bad decision or a wrong decision as an entrepreneur because I don't have any backbone yes. in business. Yeah. Yes. You know, so yeah. it has been, and this is what the North Node represents. It's a learning curve. Yes. And the learning curve in your chart is just saying, be willing to suck at this <laughs> because you're going to get better. Yeah. You're yes. going to misstep. You're going to, you're going to do something wrong and then you're going to evaluate and yep. then you're going to. You're going to try again and it's going to be better. Yeah. And that's literally the evolution of drunk astrology. Yeah. I've tried countless things because I'm also just creative. You know what I mean? Yes. So it's just like, well, I got a weird idea and it's just like, well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? You know? And so that's, that's just one point. And in like a birth chart reading to just say, if someone's like lost or they're not feeling attached to a purpose, what's your North node doing? Right. You know, because your north yes. node is just, it's yeah. hungry. Purpose, yes. yeah. And it's hungry for you to do yeah. whatever sign it's in yeah. and where it lives in your chart. Mm. It's a powerful thing. And then you add a little yeah. influence of an oracle card in there yeah. or a spread of oracles. 
and you might be able to tap into some of the like nuanced yes. limiting beliefs and where someone might be stuck yeah. or where they're challenged, yeah. you know, in their own, in their own yeah. mind. I actually, because I was just there um, a couple of days ago, came up in a reading, yeah. mm. you know, and I was getting all these like images and, and numbers and that all spoke to the girl that I was reading. She was like, I cannot believe this. Like, <laughs> this is, you know, this is wild. And at the same time, I was like, because yeah. I'm like wowed every single time, yeah. you know? So it's just like, oh, wow, this is really crazy. Like sometimes, <laughs> and I have a real snarky, my mom was a Sagittarius and I knew when I saw her birth chart, I was like, oh, you're a pisser. Like <laughs> you're hilarious and you're also sharp tongued and whatever. Uh, she, it, it, and it happened two days ago when I was there. It, I mean, she cusses at me. She'll cuss at the person, you know, mm. and, and again, so then I start laughing like, oh my God, like, <laughs> and so, you know, and nowadays I'm just like, okay, look, you know, one of my mom, one of my guys is my mom. She was a Sagittarius. If you know anything about them, they're sharpshooters. They, they tell the <laughs> truth. They just say it like it is. She's saying, this is the shit you go to therapy for. <laughs> you know, so I was like, I, I don't yes. know, like, that just is what it is. Like, I, I'm over here laughing and I don't want you to think that this is me yeah. laughing at you because it's not. It's yeah. they're jokesters, you know, and, mm. and she is one for yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I love the fact that you mentioned about the note. Once I discover a note like two years ago, it opened up my mind. So my note note is in third house, Aquarius. Oh, Mike is, I think he's Pisces and um, 12th house is uh, not no. Hold on. A Pisces sun, north node in Pisces. Yes. In the 12th house, 12th house, which is Pisces rule. Yeah. Oh, buddy. <laughs> You're like identity is just like, you got to just keep, you just got to keep doing. Yeah. You know, and keep creating yeah. and allowing yourself to just be fluid yeah you know and the more and more south node in virgo yeah. you know you can't you can't let the tiny details get yeah. in the way for yes. you yes you know because i am a virgo yeah. <laughs> hello <laughs> i am i live my daily life <laughs> looking at details and then my joke to myself is let the leo win let the leo win because i have a sun moon mercury mars and rising all virgo yeah. and then i have a leo venus which yes. just wants to play yeah. and have fun and, yeah. jo and joke and yeah. be vibrant and you know yeah. just and hype people up. That is really yeah. like high form Leo energy just wants to hype, hype people up and get yeah. them to see how great they are. And that's mm -hmm. the Virgo. The Virgo wants to just put structure to that. Yeah. That's the essence of drunk yeah. astrology is it's like we're going to use this shit so that you really live the life, soul led life, you know, and purpose filled life. And we're going to use the cosmos to help you, mm -hmm. you know, the astrology for the timing of things and these more intuitive practices to just kind of peek beneath the hood and just kind of see like, well, what's, you know, cause a lot of people sit down, you know, like at the line and just kind of say like, what, what do I need to know right now? Yeah. You know? And it's yeah. just like, that's a great, that's that curiosity, you know, mm -hmm. I just, if anything, want to encourage people just to live more curious. Yeah. Cause if you ask that, you don't need a reader to tell you. Mm you ask like what am i meant to learn right now mm -hmm. or what do i need to see right now you're gonna get your answer mm -hmm. because you're you're just open yeah. yeah and that's all it takes yeah yeah it's to just be open yeah mm -hmm.
and you're going to end up seeing like repeated numbers and you go and like look up what 333 means you go up and look what if you don't ever see like a butterfly like this morning i saw a huge i mean i tell you it almost kind of scared me a huge butterfly yeah i was like oh my god and i was preparing to come here and i was like yeah. Well, I've already done the transformation necessary <laughs> yeah. to be on a bomb-ass podcast <laughs> talking about my business. Hell yeah. yeah. I'm out of that caterpillar cocoon yes. chrysalis moment. And yes, the moment's here. Yeah. You know? And when you start connecting those dots, when you see an animal that you don't normally see, that is a message for that ass. And you just and you just look up. What's the spiritual meaning of I mean hope you don't run into a wolf you know but like what is the spiritual meaning of a wolf you know maybe maybe you don't see it in life you know maybe you see it like an imagery or something that kind of like you know takes you back yes yeah that's a little that's just a little like hey 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 yeah yeah, yeah. look here you know yeah. just like take a peek yeah be curious about that image you know right. or whatever it is or that experience you know i see yeah. um grant since we are wrapping up what can we expect for 2024? Well, the biggest thing, and I literally just got my 2024 guide okay. to like look at, but the biggest thing that is a big standout to me so far is Pluto going back into Aquarius. It did a little three-month dance this year. Now, Aquarius is the sign of technology, and I actually have a direct experience with this. Pluto, underworld, secrets, mm bringing the dark side to light yeah and with aquarius it's also global mm -hmm. global communities global connections pluto uh i wouldn't put the current state with like current war um going on on pluto like that that's more north node and aries aries is ruled by mars god of war um and libra sign of peace you know mm -hmm. so there's literally a fight for peace yeah um, Pluto and Aquarius, though, is now revealing darker sides of yeah. technology. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is that this year I was doing some copywriting and copy editing for a magazine. Oh. And I got fired or I got the boot okay. because AI is taking over. Yeah. Yes. So Pluto and Aquarius, you know, did a little three-month dance this year. Yeah. Yeah. And went back into Capricorn because of its retrograde. Mm -hmm. um, and it's going to be there until, um, I believe it's like mid to late January. Mm. Then he will go back into Aquarius. Wow. And so we're going to be working with this, what technology is really going to be capable of, what it's going to do, what consequences, repercussions, what are the shadow sides of yeah. a tech-based society. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean, we not that we haven't already been yeah. building and creating things, and but now it's like this is another level, and mm. Pluto is a generational planet. Yes. So we're going to be working with the shadow side of these things, and there's also yeah. going to be like huge innovations, mm -hmm. you know. So there's it's not it's not that it's all bad, but it's we're going to be seeing good, bad, and ugly mm. of how we use technology. And how we connect to each other across yeah. the world. Yeah. Because yeah. this is all, Aquarius is global travel, you know, worldwide energy. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Yeah. Wow. Well, Exciting. Ram, I would just want to say thank you to you for coming to the show. You share so much. And as a tradition, I just want to let you know what's the three things you're grateful for today? 
three things I'm grateful for today. Immediately, obviously, number one is you two. Thank you. Meeting you two. This, I mean, truly, like you all have just such magnetic energy and felt it at the line. Mm -hmm. But then to like, it's not every day that you meet someone like we did. Yeah. And then there's follow through and there's follow up. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's just really nice that, you know, to, Mm -hmm. I just live for genuine connection. Yes. So super already for you two. Um, Two, I would say my partner. Mm -hmm. I mean, he really has. I'm sure, as you all know, being CEOs and being entrepreneurs, it can be such a roller coaster experience. And especially because like the foundation of Drunk Astrology are these two podcasts. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get a lot of feedback. (laughs) Yeah. You know, unless there's reviews and unless there's ratings and unless there's the the odd moment where someone reaches out and says like, yo. You're, and what's great about the Daily Dose community is that they are more, you know, we're in this, you know, thing yeah. together because I'm in their ear every single day. Yeah. Right. So I do get a lot of messages yeah. from that one. But I am so deeply passionate about all of this work. Mm-hmm. So while things are like, you know, up, down, here, there, and everywhere, and, and like creating a business out of cosmic coaching, my partner is just like, he's such a Capricorn and just like a rock. Yeah. So, and I know he's going to watch this whole thing, you know? So it's just like, I love you. (laughs) Um, And three, honestly, just for drunk astrology as a business, I was thinking this morning, like, damn, I really created what I was looking for. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that like all those years of me studying or just like wondering why I'm blowing up relationships left and right and uncovering things about my own experiences that led to how mm. I was showing up in relationships, how mm. I was showing up in work, how I was showing up for my friends and my family. I it was really just, I was editing copy for right. the podcast itself today and the landing page and thinking about coming here and like, oh, what are some of the things that, you know, I'd want to share? Yeah. And that was the first thing that just came to mind was like, damn, I really created what I needed yes. and what I was looking for. And now there's this community yeah. of people that are finding the same thing that, you know, that I was looking for and that I was sensing and that it was just like, I can't hold this to myself, you know? Like mm-hmm. there was a certain point where it was just like, oh my God, this just makes life so much easier. Doesn't doesn't mean that things don't happen. Yeah. Things are always going to happen. Yeah. But it just gives you context for when they might happen and what it means when they do happen. Yeah. Mm. So I'm grateful wow. for my damn self, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> Sheesh. Well done. Well, well done. done. Well oh done. Oh my well. goodness. Thank you Thank so you. much, Grant. Thank you. All. I mean, you're doing such a wonderful work in this world. Yeah. I'm so happy that we met at the line and we continue to, you know, cultivate this connection. Oh, yeah, we're not done. Yeah, we're not done. We're not done. (laughs) I got presents for y'all, too. Remember, because, you know, I got cosmic body oils. I got candles that are all designed for each sign. Thank you so much. I got gifts for (laughs) y'all. Thank you. So, Grant, how can people find you on social media? Um, Everything is Drunk Astrology. Mm -hmm. So, at Drunk Astrology on Instagram. DrunkAstro.com is the website. Um, all the information for my in-person events, um, virtual events, and the two podcasts. It's mm-hmm. all there. Um, I have a free Astrology 101 cheat sheet yeah. that when you go to the website, a little pop-up will come up. So mm-hmm. if, if it seems a little intimidating, 
because that's what I've I've learned through doing this for the past several yeah. years is a lot of people are intimidated, yeah. you know, by all of astrology. So I created like a four page cheat sheet to just make things easier. And then as you follow along, like on the weekly podcast, which, you know, that's every Sunday, it's free. Yeah. You can really look at astrology in motion, but you have that cheat sheet as a guide. And then should I be so honored to have you as a daily doser mm. on the daily dose podcast, it you're going to see all the things on that cheat sheet come to life mm. and how you can use it mm. to make strategic, informed, mm. actionable steps yeah. towards your purpose, towards clarifying your path, and first and foremost, amplifying your own inner voice. Mm. You know, like if there's anything that I feel like I'm meant to do, it's to amplify your inner voice because we all know one of the best teachers I ever had said, the biggest lie we tell ourselves is I don't know. Yeah. Mm. Well, and we bad. do. And you do. And that's that's the point of a daily dose is for me to just be a conduit to get you to listen and trust your inner voice mm. and everything else is going to play out. It's going to map out as it's supposed to. Because the astrologer in me is going to tell you how to do it. <laughs> Amazing. Thank you, Brett. Thank, Thank you. you. You guys are fantastic. Yeah, you too. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God.